up, down, up, down, up, down for today's podcast of High Voltage with Double A. I am your host, Double A. That is my best impersonation of, you remember in gym class when you're doing sit-ups, you're doing push-ups, you always hear this voice, always this repeated CD. It goes on for at least 10 minutes if you if you do a lot, where they just try to pace you into like doing whatever exercise that you're doing the right way and the only reason I start off the episode like this is because we're kind of talking about working out a little bit and what do I mean by that working out because you know I'm not typically the person who does that you know when I exercise I like to do it in a competitive setting right whether it's keeping score or not it's not the point when I'm playing tennis a rally is fine or in basketball, at least, you know, getting off shots is fine. Playing baseball also is fine. There doesn't need to be a score with everything I do. But working out, I mean, how can you feel like you're in that competitive environment when I can't even imagine what the competitive setting would be? But I've been working out just because, one, it's new to me. Two, because of that, it's refreshing. Three, I, uh, I, I need to because I got to convert some of my fat into muscle. And also four, it's challenging. It gets me somebody to you know, keep me on my toes. So what is the point with this episode? What is the point with all, all this being said? Well, in the midst of that, whether it is push-ups, whether it is you know lifting weights, sit-ups, squats, any kind of form of those exercises that you feel soreness when you work out. Like and you're doing it well. Like maybe if the mechanics are are not good, then that's something where you might have to tell yourself, "Am I really doing this right?" But if you know you're doing it right and it's soreness, that's just because you know it's not supposed to be easy. You're kind of defining gravity. Like gravity is supposed to go down, but your arm or your leg is going up. That you're you know you're pushing something, a force against you, which is the weight, and that soreness when you keep doing it repeatedly. You know, however many repetitions that you do, your your body starts to get a little sore. My question is, does it make you stop? That's really what what the point with this episode is. That I do really think that soreness is an illusion. Why do I say that? Because I feel like when it comes to working out and soreness in this sense, I know there's different kinds of, of sorenesses, but in the sense of working out, I think it's an illusion trying to stop us. I mean, let me ask you this question. Does it make you fear injury if you keep pushing it? Because most of the time when you're working out, you don't get injured. I mean, it needs to be something very extreme. You know, that uh, that you tear something, that you break something. It's almost like a freak accident. But when it comes to just, you know, whether you're in your house or in the gym or whatever, you feel this soreness and you're like, you're kind of worried in the back of your mind, if I keep going, is it going to lead to something bad? And in my experiences, no. Therefore, I feel like this soreness is this negative trying to plant a scene in the back of my mind, trying to stop me from doing good, trying to convert this fat into muscle, trying to get stronger. It's trying to stop me because my body's not used to it. And that's its reaction, soreness. Or if you want to call it pain, that's fine. But I'm going to try to differentiate in a little bit. If you do stop, then you're caving in. Mentally, you need to tell yourself, I'm not going to let this feeling define 
what I'm going to do. I'm not going to let this thing control me. I'm not going to let it define who I am. You need to keep going. Again, you do need to know your body's limits. You do need to know the difference between soreness when your body is not used to something or maybe it's not used to how much you're doing something or the the other kind of pain is like real sharp pain, which again, I said I'm going to get it to. The fact of the matter is that when you're working out, I, I guess also you, you could say there, there might be other contexts, not just working out where you feel this soreness. It really depends what you're doing and what exercise it is. Maybe you're rec- uh, recovering from an elbow injury or an ankle injury or a knee injury where that is real pain, but the soreness is just trying to get your injury back into the fold, trying to get it you know, to a normal activity in which hopefully it's almost close to 100% as part of your recovery efforts so that, of course, you don't have a setback. That's a little different, but still can be counted as soreness. And I don't even know what the exact medical definition is. But when in working out, the moment that you feel this soreness is the moment that you think that it hurts. It goes away soon enough. Like, think about it. Like, let's say, you know, you're, you're doing like 15 reps, shoulder presses. You start feeling it after the 12th. But then you keep going. You want to get to 15. You get to 15. You know what? Let me do one more. You go. You do 16. You take like a like a small break, 30 seconds, a minute, maybe two minutes break. Maybe you're just walking around. It goes away. You feel that soreness for a few, a few seconds, a few moments, mostly during the, the the time in which you are lifting the actual weights. It goes away. That's my point. If we connected the dots and know this ahead of time, we should just ignore it then. Obviously, there's going to be a point where it's like, you know what, damn it, my arm, I could barely, you know, like I, I could barely move my my arms. That's a little bit too much. Obviously, soreness does get to a point where it does prevent you of being confident of doing the reps properly, mechanically, because you do need problem mechanics, and with confidence. Like if you don't feel confident that you could do the next rep, then don't do it. That's where it's, it could get a little bit too much. But again. Think about that for a second. You feel this pain, this soreness, but you know it's going to go away soon enough. So why would you then have any sense of, I got to stop? You shouldn't. If you ignore it, almost to the sense of that you're getting used to it, because I don't think the soreness would ever go away. I think something within the body, within the brain that controls what we feel, our sense, uh, sensitivities. I don't think that ever goes away. But mentally, if you if you tell yourself, okay, I feel this soreness with my, with my hands or with my, with my shoulder, wherever part that you're putting the most, the most force on, then you can easily tell yourself, okay, I think I have a few more in me. Or, you know, I'm about to hit this 15 as my goal, but I can do 20 if I just push myself. If I keep telling myself, yes, I can then I think uh, the, the soreness loses all credibility. And there's different extents to it. Like the worst case scenario kind of soreness that maybe some, if, if not most of us, have felt is the ones where you just don't feel confident that you could do the next rep. You're just that sore. Maybe there's other factors that comes into play where it's the last exercise that you're doing. You've done a lot. It's been a long day. You've been you know, using your legs or arms for other things. 
that's where I'm talking about like you, you, you have a desk job or, you know, they, the buy part that you're utilizing, you haven't used that much going into it. Cause again, you have to know your buy, not just your limits as to, yes, I cannot lift 200 pounds. Like I, we, we all should know that. Maybe there's a few athletes out there that can do that. But when it comes to normal human beings, I'm not sure what, you know, the average weight that we can lift. I, it's not, probably not close to 200 we should know that though. And when it comes to what we've done throughout the day, yeah, I use my arms a lot today. Well, don't focus on the arms that much then because then you're just asking for it. So that's what I mean. It really comes with a balance what I'm try- uh, trying to talk about. I'm not saying that pain is an illusion. That's not what I'm saying. But in the sense of working out, and I'm talking about this specifically, I've actually thought about doing this episode a year ago. But I knew it was possible that my message would come across in the opposite way I attended. I'm not trying to say pain is an illusion trying to to prevent us of doing what we were just doing. Because then you're just going to risk more pain. But in this specific context, not anything else, put yourself in a box, you're working out. And you feel soreness. This is the moment that I'm talking about that it yes, it is an illusion. And this is mostly for athletes that have been doing this for a while. If you have not been working out that much, that you don't have that much experience in lifting weights or exercising in this regard, then it's going to take some time for you to understand what your limits are. Of course, I'm going to assume you you obviously know what soreness is, but experience is the best teacher. And so there's really nothing more I can say in terms of how everyone goes through with it because we all do it differently. I'm talking about with those as a former athlete, played in high school that keeps playing today recreationally with friends, trying to talk to other athletes out there that know this concept. And then people who maybe not consider themselves an athlete, but know what I'm talking about because they want to keep in shape. That's the kind of people that I'm talking to. And, And I'm not trying to exclude anybody. You can get into either group. It is really a mindset. It's also, you know, how you put yourself out there. How much you want to put yourself out there. But at the end of the day, I'm not trying to get my message convoluted here. Soreness in the eyes of working out, I think, is an illusion. And now let me try to differentiate. Soreness and actual pain, as I said earlier, is not the same. The difference, I think, is that when you sense real pain, it's sharp. Like, when you break something, you can hear it sometimes. It pops. I've, I've heard that term before. When you dislocate something that pops when you feel actual pain you like you it's sharp like i'm not exactly sure like what the feeling is but like it's almost like as if someone stuck something in you i don't want to say like a knife because then you know that uh, the imagination can run wild especially with someone like me that has seen a lot of movies but again when it comes to soreness it's like a culmination of discomfort into one feeling and I call that soreness. I'll describe it like this. And, and unfortunately, this is mainly for, for guys here. Because as a, as a woman, I don't know what it would be like to get kicked here. But imagine getting hit in the balls. Okay? It's some, if I think for, for a lot of guys, I'm not sure what the majority is. I think it is not necessarily fear, but something that you do kind of worry about. Something that you just flat out don't want to happen. Something that you don't want to deal with. Or, you know, maybe you have deal with, have dealt with it and you still don't want that to happen again, even though you kind of have the experience in the back of your mind. 
let's say that happens. You get hit with a, a baseball or something. You feel that pain. It stings. It really hurts. But everything's intact, obviously. I mean, I don't know a case scenario where, you know, you get hit in the balls and, and, and something dislodges. Like, that is really extreme and probably really rare. But you know later on you'll be fine. It just for that moment, it stings. Getting hit in the head with a tennis ball, that stings. But you know you're going to be fine later. Or a bruise. Maybe you get, you get um, you know, like uh, you, 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 you slam your toe. Whether it's a chair, the bed, into someone else. I don't know. But that kind of pain. Bruises, soreness, stinging. You can feel that for a little bit of time. But at some point, it goes away. It's not real pain where it's like, oh shoot, I might have to get surgery on this. Or I have to put a brace on this. Or I have to get a boot on this. It's not like that. That's the kind of pain that I'm talking about. Is that an illusion to try to prevent us from doing something? Because I've gotten bruises before. I can feel it whenever you you push on it. Or you can feel it like if, if it's happened a few moments afterwards, you can feel it. Or when it comes to soreness, like we've been talking about, it's all uh, I could deal with that because I know it's not permanent. It's just it, you have to make it part of your body. You have to make it part of what you're feeling. And then when you're in the moment of doing what you're doing, playing sports, exercising, walking, whatever, you have this adrenaline. So you're not even worried about it. You're not even focused about it because because again, this is kind of mindset. You'll be fine later. I mean, also. Let's take this for another example. I'm not sure if I'm the only person because it's rare to be the only one for something. But think about your feet or your fingers getting numb for some reason. Now, this is this is not a great feeling. But again, for however many minutes it may last, sometimes it's one, sometimes it's six for me. At some point, it goes away. So that And, and I know it's not like anything that, you know, disables my ability. Like, if my feet are numb, I can still walk on it. It feels... Not great. Definitely feels weird. But I could still do it though. It's almost like we're getting numb. Yeah, don't use this body part. But I can though. So why are you telling me not to? When it comes to the body and the mind and the conscious, sometimes they all go against each other. And of course, we cannot understand it. And everyone's body and mind and conscious works differently. But there's definitely a dynamic there that I think you should understand. The concept that I'm talking about, you should try to understand that unless you really can't because of a real injury a real pain that you might you know have to seek medical attention you should keep going kind of like when you sense fatigue but you know you can keep going if need be like do you have one more lap left in you do you know that if someone was chasing me that i can still run and not feel this fatigue because i got this adrenaline going on right now that's the heart of what i'm talking about but again, it's the last thing. You must know your body's limits. And like I said earlier, if you don't have a live experience in what I'm talking about, you're not going to have a live information to know that answer. But I definitely encourage people to work out or do any kind of exercise, eat well. It definitely betters your mental health, physical health, your long-term health. There's a lot of benefits to almost like thinking and being like an athlete and definitely doing different things, not just doing the same exercise. 
You know, don't uh, don't utilize the same muscles. Don't utilize the same body parts. And then with each kind of exercise activity that you do, you can understand the level extent of soreness, pain, fatigue that you might feel for each one. A feel thing. There's a lot of feel. There's not a lot of logic with this episode. But all I know is that when it comes down to it, our body and our mind are not always on the same page. And we, the our conscious feeling, both of those, have to make a conscious decision on what is right. What I want, what I know I can do, and then, of course, what's right. So thank you all for listening for today. Hopefully you make the good choices, the right choices, based on everything I'm talking about in the context of working out. Hopefully you all can get better and healthier in whatever capacity you want to get better in. I'm always here for help. So is Greg. So is Sam. Shout out to those guys as always for putting this thing together from the very beginning. Now we're on to many, many episodes. I don't even know what number this is, but it's a lot. So reach out to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, maybe YouTube. You know, we're still trying to think about doing that. But until then, keep at it. Keep your head up high and know yourself. Know your body. Bye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.